I've worked at a place where they've had a team softball team that they wouldn't mm-hmm. they wouldn't let women play on. This is not about God. This is not about eternal salvation. This is about protecting a woman's right to make an informed choice about her body. I mean, you may not agree with what I have to say, and we may not agree on certain things politically. It doesn't mean you can't support one another. <laughs> Cheers and welcome to episode 14 of Fuck Your Podcast. I'm Emma Pardo. And I'm Katie Martin. And welcome. And welcome to today's podcast. Where we're going to gripe for a good 30 minutes about being a woman. (laughs) Not really. Um, Not really a gripe. Like taking it seriously. Like the uh, couple things that have come up fairly recently. Like, you know, we could talk about leadership. uh, Being a woman in leadership. Being a woman in entrepreneurship. (laughs) Just being a woman Uh, in general. Yeah, just being a woman right now, like in the world and the crazy shit that's going on and how our grandchildren are going to end up being handmaids in the Republic Mm. of Gilead pretty soon. Mm. That's That's what it feels like sometimes. Yeah. But. Well, what's, what. I digress. What recently (laughs) has gone on? You said, you said that you had something happen. Like I had something recently that made me feel, and Cole even noticed it too. We were out to dinner couple months ago maybe a month yeah. and a half and the waiter that we had i mean he wasn't even our waiter he like gave us the chips in the beginning like right. kind of like the refresher guy in the beginning yeah and he was asking us our orders or if we wanted drinks yeah and he would not make eye contact with me and he would not address me he was asking clearly what my order was basically like he and Cole was wondering why I started to speak up and was answering. I answered what Cole wanted to drink too, because I knew immediately mm-hmm. when he would not look at my direction at all. And he wanted to hear from Cole. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't necessarily like feel super disrespected, but I was like enough to where it was noticeable. Yes. And Cole even said something too. He goes, Oh, is that why you were, you know, like, answering for me and i was like yeah i was gonna make him address me basically right. he was, was looking a... for cole and then the rest of the dinner when he would stop by to see if we needed more chips or refills on our drinks he would only address cole so it just continued on from there and yeah. i don't know if it was a disrespect thing i don't know if it was a culture thing but whatever it was it was i was like hey like i'm here too you know you're not just gonna yeah. go over, over me because you don't want to look me in the eye right I've had that happen. There was something that happened recently. I can't remember, but that was kind of what we had this on the podcast list, but I was like, nah, let's go ahead and record it. And then I can't remember the fucking instance. Like I need to take notes or something, but just, um, I don't know if like, I don't know if I've ever felt more like a woman being put in her place until I was in the business coaching world. And to, to his credit, most of the time, those instances in a public setting never came from, it never came from John. So like he, he never intentionally, I don't, I don't feel like he ever intentionally did that. And, and I wouldn't even say that he did something that was unintentionally. However, I could say that in that circle, mm-hmm. um, I've never been, re- and, and this could be a little bit with the roofing industry, but I can tell you the dynamic of the roofing industry and the women in the roofing industry has drastically changed over the last 10 years. So I don't even really think it's as much of 
from other coaches, like, okay. like breaking into that circle. Now, could it have been something that I like, could it have been the way that I presented myself? It very well could have been, mm-hmm. but because I'm my personality, I just, I am who I am. And the more that I tried to fake being like those guys, like I just didn't like myself. Like I'm, yeah. I'm more, I am more of the helpful. I mean, if you want to call me, like I've been called an assistant, a secretary, you know, like the, the office girl in the, what's so funny in the coaching world, not just like in the construction world, but like I've had, I've been referred to like to my face and, and I'm thinking, huh? Well, <laughs> it's not how, like, I might do some of those tasks or have some of those responses, right. but to the point where they, the, the, the way they were flippant about it was disrespectful. So when you hear men talk about women having to like assert themselves and how somebody who's called assertive over here in the male world and then somebody over here in the female world is called a bitch, like that shit's real. Yeah. Now, does it bother all of us to our core all of the time? No, but it's it's kind of, you know, I, I mean, I mean, I imagine it's, worse for someone of another race you know because that shit still exists so it's like saying sadly yes sexism doesn't exist is like saying racism doesn't exist anymore like that's just not true and i'm not trying to compare you know the sexism of being a white woman in comparison to somebody being treated disrespectfully from a racist standpoint i'm not saying that right. they compare i'm just saying there are some similarities in certain circles you know that you that it's like well fuck man like that came across kind of blatant mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's not all right and so so yeah do you feel like sometimes you have to and this is that delicate balance of and i posted about this today if you feel as if you have to prove yourself it diminishes your worth mm-hmm so can you imagine like the the fucking psychological gymnastics that you have to do on a regular basis and trying to toe the line of proving yourself when you're a grown ass adult <laughs> with results and things that you have done and where where you or you start to slowly diminish your value right and that cycle that was that's hard like that's a daily thing i have to work on a daily fucking thing because mm-hmm. of that so <laughs> if you want to say like being in that circle of men has been traumatic, no, but, but it's, it's, it makes you very conscious of it. Yeah. So, and, definitely. and I imagine that women, regardless of the industry, get put in that position on a, on a fairly regular basis. Absolutely. Or, so, or even being a woman and being younger, like you feel like you have to, or younger people in general, having to prove yourself because you're not, you don't have 20 years of experience. You know, right. and, and you don't, it's like, I have a skill that I can apply and, and, and help you solve a problem, regardless of how, how old you are or right. the gender or whatever, like I have, I can solve X problem. So, but yeah, I can't imagine there's a whole list of, I'm sure other, other, other things that women have had harder, but I mean, you hear, you hear oh my in God, the corporate yeah. world, you're in the corporate world a lot, but that shit still happens in small business. Absolutely. 100%. Well, it happened at the bowling alley all the time, and that's one really? location. Like, it's a great business, but like, that's a as close to small business as you get. And since bowling was that was the man's thing to get out of the house, and yeah. this is what I can relate it to because that's what I dealt with for X amount of years. And right. my mom, even worse, she dealt with that being being the, the owner, co-owner of the bowling right. alley with my stepdad, and being referred to as the owner's wife. 
Like oh, there's man. plenty of times where we've all like my stepdad included have cut people off like that that are like oh the owner's wife or she's just she's brad's wife you know it's like no she's the fucking yeah. owner of this establishment yeah exactly she, yeah like she's more powerful than you think as far as it goes with this business and um yeah with with bowling be like being the the man's sport to get out of the house way back when when it was extremely popular and and women being involved in this sport thinks on the subject there was there's an old men's league that bowls with the bowling alley and i remember there was two women that had signed up for the league mm-hmm. and it wasn't necessarily a men's league but they didn't specify if it was just men's or if it was mixed or just women's you know it was they let two women join on a team and by the end of the season they were saying we need to close this off to just men those women are distracting those women are this those women are that and what? it was they didn't even do anything yeah they didn't do anything wrong they weren't disruptive they weren't distractive like and it it was just crazy how close-minded that that generation was even though i love those men dearly like they they they're great people it's just some some like aspects of it start to poke through and you you really see their age on it and it's kind of it's frustrating yeah i didn't say anything to those women about it but it was just like who are you to I would say, well, I had something similar to that. I'll tell you one of my very first jobs. And this was like, I don't even know if we were actually old enough to work. I think (laughs) so a lot of us going into, it was like going into high school, like your early, Mm -hmm. either, either the summer between like your eighth grade and your freshman year or your freshman year and your sophomore year, the park and rec would hire kids to be umpires at the, the city rec league baseball and softball games. Like, okay. so, I mean, this isn't competitive. This is, if you live in the city, you can pay 20 bucks and you can play T-ball, softball, slow pitch softball and baseball, mm-hmm. um, you know, park and rec. There's three, three little towns where I grew up and we all played, it was called the Tri-City League. And, and a lot of us, myself and a lot of my friends, we refereed two summers and we got, and we hired, they, they hired us, you know, the, and, and back then they still kept it fairly segregated meaning the girls had to umpire the softball games and the boys umpired the baseball games okay we worked a lot of saturdays in the middle of summer it was really fucking hot and i i know this now from coaching or helping coach high school kids or college kids you're at the you're at the mercy of their parents vacation schedules okay so so we didn't really have a whole lot of issue with like back then with kids just flaking out because most of them were athletes they were committed to the sport you know Mm -hmm. whatnot but you would have a saturday where it might you might be shorthanded because so and so is actually playing baseball on their side or you might have you know prat like we had camps or practices or or what or vacations or whatnot so anyway um there was one instance where i was already at the park and so okay. when we were done with our games we would go to the concession stand and that's where all the coaches could get something to drink and and whatnot and one of my friends guy i was really good friends with he comes over and he's like hey so and so i don't think is i don't think is showing up to to be my to be my base coach and he's like i need somebody and i'm like well i'll do it and he's like okay he's like well he goes i'll do behind the plate i just need you know an umpire in the field and so they uh so i i believe that this is a long time ago however things were going on calls were made and i don't even necessarily know if there was like a bad call but i mean i'm 14 years old 
Right. And we were playing against this team who the parents that the parents were like known in the city to coach their kids. They had daughters that played softball and they had sons that played baseball. These fucking parents, they knew who I was Mm -hmm. and that I played softball against their daughter. And because of things not going the way that, and them mouthing off, I was just like, and I finally had to say, hey, like lay off. And they're like, what are you going to do? You have no business umpiring a baseball game. I'm like, it's baseball versus softball. Like, right. Rules aren't all that different. And so, but yeah, these were grown ass people like attacking a 13 year old kid a 13 year old girl 14 however i was 14 or 15 because she shouldn't be out here umpiring a baseball game and so i don't know and I, that was probably like the first time where i was like that's fucked up mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're you're a grown-ass adult and so i didn't really there wasn't a ton there wasn't really a ton and i never sold like roofing full-time to to get that experience of like the the rare insurance adjuster that would show up at a job site and be like what the fuck are you doing here and right they typically don't even act like that anymore it's just it's pretty rare you would have to like again you have you show up or some you show up in like somebody's 60 years old and you're in your 20s to where they would even say something like that but that was the one time that i remember experiencing like blatant <laughs> sexism made to feel like I was stupid or inadequate because I was female and I never felt that way for the remainder of my career which Mm -hmm. has changed drastically over the years until I was in business coaching and until until I worked with other mindset coaches and the other and I'm telling like I'm not gonna name names because so I got there honestly there would be some people that wouldn't be shocked <laughs> right like, there's certain ones there's certain people out there that have a fairly public persona you know that if I were to say hey yeah like this guy was a misogynistic piece of shit most people would go oh well yeah I mean have you watched his videos so but, but I mean <laughs> to the point where they even behind like the bullshit that they preach they fucking treat people like that behind closed doors right but yeah it's uh and like I said I'm not talking about John because mm-hmm. he never did anything blatant like that you know right there were plenty of people that plenty of women that he hired and he never did anything like that to me and i don't really know of just the blatant you're a woman so you're stupid i don't i don't recall him ever doing anything like that so it's but it's not him it's people we met within those circles so it's people people that he knows and and it's just like especially when you're in your 40s or like you're late 30s early 40s it's like who the fuck are you like so i was gonna say prove like where i have to prove myself to you like get fucked so and my mom could probably speak on this better than i could because she's experienced it a lot i remember and this is not that long ago like within the last like three years yeah so not super long ago she had a list of things that she needed to get from lowe's for work yeah and she walked in to Lowe's with her list of things. And my mom asked whoever it was working, like, can you point me in the direction of yeah. this? Or like, what aisle is this? I forget exactly what the question was. And I don't know if he didn't understand her, but he, she said he sighed or did something like dramatic and was like, let me see what they sent you here for. And she was like, well, excuse me? Basically like hand over your list. Let me see what they sent you here for. They meaning men. The man. And she is like, I am no longer continuing my project 
at Lowe's. Like, I'll take my stuff to Home Depot. Yeah. And I remember, I think she, let me see if I could find this post because she posted <laughs> it on Facebook. And then there was another situation at work at the bowling alley. They were getting something done with their air conditioning or something with the ducks of the, the bowling alley. And they were trying to locate a certain part of the duct, I think. Yeah. And my mom kept telling him, she's like, it's right here. It's right here. It's right here. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. They weren't listening to her. And this is one of my mom's most iconic moments. She goes back into her office. She takes a piece of paper. She draws a dick on it. She yeah. clips it to her shirt and she points back in the same spot. She's like, it's right here. Like, are you going to take me serious now that I have right. a dick? Like, yeah. it's right here. And what do you know? She was right. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> She's just like, she doesn't deal with it. She's like, I know my shit. So like, step off. Yeah. I would say like, it's never gotten me upset like where I've like it's not like it's made me cry or anything but it's when it's noticeable oh, i'm just kidding she messed up at home depot oh she messed up so at they home messed depot. up at home depot okay she went to lowe's it was one we, of the I, we apologize lowe's <laughs> we're sorry lowe's <laughs> okay so this is this was back in 2019 yeah she said and she posted this on Home Depot's wall. So power to my mother. Oh, wow. She said, I went into a Home Depot today and placed an order for building materials. After waiting for three employees to finish my per a personal conversation about somebody that broke some bones, literally 10 minutes, one worker strolled over to the counter to help me. When I was told, when I told him which materials I wanted to order and have delivered to the, to my job site, he reached for the papers in my hand and said, let me see what they sent you with. She said, I was holding the skew, skew, skew. skew few numbers yeah. for doors that I needed as well. I had a very simple order of 34 sheets of four by 10 quarter inch drywall. I didn't stammer. I didn't ask for help with verifying what I needed. Just curious if that would have been the case if I were a man and wearing a Carhartt jacket. I found the experience <laughs> to be ridiculous, terrible customer service skills, and I will be completing my project at Lowe's from now on. So sorry, Lowe's. She went to yeah. you. We support yeah, yeah. Lowe's. <laughs> It's poor Lowe's. So <laughs> she she doesn't deal with it. She is like, she dealt with it enough in the beginning stages of the bowling alley, being that this was a standing business that she owned. I know she's had other businesses that she's ran in the past, but like I was way too young to even remember. Yeah. But she had, she, starting the bowling alley and it being um a men's sport or a men's sure dominated man dominated industry she she's still to this day people won't consider her an owner because she's a woman you know and it's she's always the owner's wife and, yeah. and it's not everybody it's every once in a while there's going to be somebody that says something but it's still like it's an insult you know yeah. she's just as much accountable and responsible for all of the great things that they've done to that place and you know she doesn't get half the credit she deserves yeah yeah, I mean, at least she has the support, you know, like of, of your stepdad and, you know, all of you guys that have worked there. Where yeah. and, pro and I'm sure some of the regulars, you know, yeah, like, definitely plenty of customers there that know that. So and and I've had I've had that come up. I've had that come up with some clients, correct some people in a public setting because they've said something like that. Yeah. And, you know, that's and it, like that part of it feels good. <laughs> right. Um, and I've also like another instance, too, like I've I've worked within a company where you know, you have like the boys club and they're always going and doing, or they had a, they, uh, I've worked at a place where they've had a team softball team. That they wouldn't, mm -hmm. they wouldn't let women play on. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They're like, absolutely not. I'm like, we can't be in a co-ed league. They're like, no. And I'm like, so the company's going to sponsor this and everybody's okay with it. So, but yeah, to where like they wouldn't do a co-ed league. They're like, no, huh. no, don't think so. Hmm. But, uh, that's yeah. I can't, I mean, there've been other instances and I guess because I've, 
for the most part, unless it's been something really noticeable to where it like turns my fucking stomach, I've let most of it roll off my back, which I think most women have to. Yeah. Because in there are certain instances where it's like, I mean, if you don't mean anything to me, I don't have anything to prove to you. And I'm not even talking about like, like, I mean, I'm talking about shit that's happened directly to me. Like it sucks right. if it happens to somebody else, but I can't fight everybody else's battles either. So I'm not talking about like just shit that you see publicly. I'm talking about like things that have directly happened to me. And for the most part, you do have to let a lot of it ride. And are there still disadvantages? Sure. And this is the fucked up thing. Do they automatically assume or do you get people where you're like, well, no, I, I own a business. And they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah we, we own a business. It's a female ran business. Like. And it's doing better than your male-owned business. Yeah. <laughs> kidding. That was so petty, but no. Well, sometimes I mean, it's, it's like well, sometimes it's not even somebody that you're like it's not even somebody that you would be comparing to, but it's just like they're like, oh, yeah. It's it's one of those things, and and you're just like, that's dumb. I've always loved this <laughs> saying where it's like, I'm sorry that my vagina intimidates you, but like, just know right. this is what it is. Like, yeah, Ugh, being a woman. Yeah, the and then in general, again, there's. I see some of the stuff in it. like we could go down a whole other rabbit hole of politics so i'm gonna probably choose to avoid some of that well yeah there's um and that's just not like we're not saying this with the intent that men are bad this is just instances no. that us as women have dealt with from certain male or even female people you know that yeah that have those beliefs that that don't understand the strength of individuals it's not just a man's job it's not just a woman's job if you've got the skill and you've got the knowledge it's your job you know oh yeah don't think that like that shit's not come from women before that shit comes oh. from women oh man it does and just the unfortunately sometimes it's even more vicious or like snotty oh yeah and and I'm like, for the love of God, like you, you got to band together. I had somebody tell me, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a member of a women's networking group and I had a client point out, oh, that's awfully like, uh, he goes, well, that's a double standard. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, do you think if we had a men's only networking group that, uh, that the people would be okay with that? I'm like, well, shit still exists. <laughs> yeah. Like it, there's, 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 there's private clubs, there's business fraternities they do exist but just because this one is specifically for women and and here's the thing those aren't differentiated as they're a men's networking group it's just a fucking networking group or whatever yeah. it is the women are the ones that have to like be a part of a community and join together because there's there's always obstacles boundaries but it's less likely to happen to men than it is to women right and that's not just opinion it happens to both that's the right. thing that's so frustrating is that when you explain something like this people think that you're secluded to just the one sex right yeah. it's it happens to everybody yeah it and just so happens that it's more than likely men and women tearing down women than it is men and men and women tearing down men right you know? It's been like that since the beginning of time. Oh, that's <laughs> the end. The beginning. I mean, the beginning of time. It's it's been like that because men have set that standard for themselves without consulting the rest of the group. <laughs> so things we need to pay attention to over the course, like this election is going to be very interesting. And, so. and and here's the thing, like you can't tell me. I don't know. And I could be naive. Like this could be my naive view. Justin and I debate about this all the time. Mm -hmm. the super left or the super right like mm -hmm. regardless of what side you're on that has to be a small percentage like it just has to be 
Like, like the, the people that are super extreme on either side, that has to be a small percentage. It's just, we hear them now, you know, like the internet gave all the crazies a voice, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, 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 gave, it gives all the crazy people, like, it doesn't matter what side they're on. It just give now the internet has given them a voice. Cole and I were watching, oh, what's his name? It's a comedian. He'd be able to tell me. And he had a, a whole joke, but it was kind of serious, like, the internet has given all of these people oh, their Oh, it's probably way. Bill Burr. I heard, uh, I he's got what? the accent. Oh, no, Jim Jeffries? Oh, let me see. Who is Dude, it? What accent? Australian? Uh, it's Jim no. Jeffries. A Boston accent? That's yeah. Bill Burr. No, it wasn't Bill Burr. Okay. But I think he said that, yeah. too, on a, on a po- uh, not a podcast, but one of his specials recently about, like, the internet's one of the worst things to ever happen to the human race. It's true. Let me see who it was. Oh, if I see a picture. We're saying we're saying that as we're recording a podcast. Right. The thing is, is um, it's true. Like the internet has given that source to the crazies. Mm-hmm. If they have a certain thing, you know, if you're a grown adult, you want to act like a baby, literally. Not like, oh, you're throwing a tantrum. No, like you no. literally, your lifestyle identifies with that of someone who cannot right. go to the bathroom properly. <laughs> There's like websites for you out there. Yeah. (laughs) If you are a human that genuinely thinks that they are an animal, there's a place for you. Right. And I'm not saying that's a wrong thing, but it's just we're exposed to it more. Yeah. And I was when we were talking about politics, like we were we were talking about like he like the Trump cult. Yeah. And and I'm like I'm like that's not as big as you think it is. And he's like, oh yeah, it is. I'm like it can't be as big as you think it is. But you know, it's it's stuff like that. Like, and I'm trying to remember like the direction I was going with this. Like the, the Trump cult. Well, yeah, the Trump cult. Like they can't be like it, like they, there can't be that many people. But anyway, what I was talking about was like the the climate of politics. Like the what's going to be interesting about this election is you've got fucking Ron DeSantis passing law after law after law I after law. I watched Footloose the other day. <laughs> I just watched Footloose the other day. Yeah passing a law every single day like just taking away something like taking away something and and here you can agree or disagree with what he's doing but he's taking away shit right. and it's and it's not i mean if you're okay with it because it's taking away rights from a marginalized group you know you're probably a piece of shit but what it's a slippery slope like they're it's coming, specific attacks they're, it's but, they're, not- but they're coming like that's that that isn't going to be and that, and that's what people don't i just i how do they not see it how can you not look at all of the evidence in fucking history and not see the direction that this is going like how do you not and and i'm not saying like joe biden's the answer for fuck's sake no oh no 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 like no 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 like but if listen but, everybody if we all join together in the middle as a united group we can't teeter one side or the other <laughs> right and and but but here's the thing of like historically the the government like a government a system of government doesn't survive more than maybe 200 years right and, and we're, we're coming we're up past on that, that. We're, we're we're past that oh we are like, yeah 200 to 250 years yeah we're past that okay so something something is going to happen Right. And but here's the crazy thing. If you watch what Ron DeSantis is doing, it's like it's a slippery slope between it's like, mm, hey women, you know, I, I mean I get we've already we've already criminalized anything, including like I I don't know if they just passed the one that's like abortions now a felony. Like I don't I can't fucking keep up. But I think also what's ridiculous is the investigation for miscarriage. 
Like women are grieving or pregnancy. Bro, you live in fucking Texas. I know. You realize? I know I live in Texas. They're, and... they're following suit. They used to be the front runner in bullshit laws like that. I know, but you have to understand the situation I'm in. No way. <laughs> no way. No. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the investigation of miscarriages and all that stuff. I could go on for days. But about if you're that. a wo- but if you're a woman, unless you're just a straight white woman married to a fucking bazillionaire, then I guess you you don't give a fuck. But if you're everybody else, um, of of the female genre you need to be you should be fucking scared yeah. of what could happen in the next four years and if the trend continues what could happen in the next 10 like may it like will would it necessarily affect my way of life no but i'm terrified for my kids i'm terrified for my grandkids and if you think being a woman in the united states is gonna get any easier right now probably not signs point to there's there's a backswing coming and it's been coming since like 2016 yeah i just miss i don't know if it was just the innocence of my age you know i'm only 25 but before 2016 i feel like politics were not as crazy as they are now (laughs) no politics are fucking crazy but like well I I, i think it's like part of it's like just not uh it not being broadcast like it is yeah I think that's I learned that in media studies. I, that's what I studied. My bachelor's is in media studies. I know how the media works and what they function right. and what their target is. And it's not necessarily to bring you the news. It's going, what's going to make us the most money? And yeah. that's broadcasting whatever they want that's going to get right. to the goal of making more money, getting more views, however it is, to boost themselves. And they yeah. don't realize that boosting themselves, they're literally tearing the entire world apart. And I don't even think like media itself is not at this point, it's not about what makes, well, it, it is what makes them money because it's, it's who's paying them to get their message across. Right. And that's all that is. I mean, I never thought I would fall into that group of like, nah, the mainstream media is like, I just, I can't trust, you can't trust any news outlet anymore. It's okay <laughs> to have shows that have hosts that sway their opinion. Sure. Don't call it the news. Don't call it news. No. No, and that's uh, almost every news channel there is yeah. right now is is somebody else's opinion being slandered. It's not the facts of it. It's not going, Ooh. let's take the emotion out of it. It's going, let's put more emotion into it because yeah. we want to get a rise out of people. We want yeah. that reaction. We want need- that attention. We want that money, you know? Well, they need the emotion. The emotion, yeah. to, like the emotion is the control. Yeah. If they can control the emotion, they can control the way that the people make decisions. Right. So it's anyway, like all of that combined, like if you if you think being a woman in this country is gonna get easier in the next few years, no. It's gonna get a million times harder before it gets better. Right. And I don't know what the breaking point is. I don't think anybody knows. I think there's a lot of people that have like the conspiracy theories of like what's going to happen and if there's going to be a rise of like this magical third party. No, typically what happens is there is a backswing to progress. This Mm -hmm. happens every time. Now, has it been as near as crazy? No, but the, the backswing to like the 1950s, like the, like the 1950s was a backswing to like a huge, like huge progress. Right. And so you get to this place now, like women's rights, uh, well, like the civil, well, civil rights movement. And basically like, and then after the Vietnam war, the backswing that was Ronald Reagan. Right. 
And that was the beginning, like that was the first backswing. And then that's where now the church was reintroduced into the government. And so, and it's been that way ever since. And it's been like a downhill slide ever since, but what's going to, and so this was, so this is being a woman being, it's, it's tough enough. Okay. So what threatens men the most? Like, just like general, like if you had to guess what are like a generalization, what threatens men the most? Oh, I don't know. Uh, It's a loss of power. Well, that's what I was going to say is, is becoming, I don't know. If you're in a place, so here, so follow me here. So like, if you have men in general, if they're in a place of of position and power, right. The greatest threat is losing that. Right. hundred percent. Historically, I mean, they fucking make movies based on it. Like it's, right. it's it's fucking fact. It repeats itself over and and again. Men are pretty predictable. They do the same shit over and over and over. Okay, so hard enough being a woman. So you challenge a man in a position of power. So what how? So what was one of the biggest challenges to men, wealthy men of power, about? Oh God, how long would that have been? Six years ago. What was one of the biggest things that happened out there in the world that challenged the position of men about six years ago? The I- me- the Me Too movement. Oh well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah, one. Of the sorry, biggest... I'm like, I know these things that are happening. Yeah. I don't connect. I'm, quest- I'm questioning you on the yeah. spot. So connect okay. the dots. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. now I think it it had to happen. It because yeah. so many women are put in that position of again, it, it's an abuse of power, mm-hmm. and all these women that came forward. It that that was that's where it all stemmed from, right? Mm-hmm. So it started in Hollywood because these are very wealthy, very powerful men. So all this shit started to happen. People started getting canceled, you know. So now it now, culture, there was, yeah. now there was like a backswing. Like it, it's kind of like when you go off the off the side of the road, yeah, and you try to jerk the wheel back onto the road, and the fucking car flips. Yeah, that's what happened. Like the Me Too movement started something very, very positive for women. Yes. And then cancel culture was the fucking car flipping. Yeah. And so who who was who was pretty much the victim of most of cancel culture or or the the public cancellations? Men. Men. Okay. Men of position, men of power, men right. of war. So I remember driving. Justin and I were having this whole really like interesting conversation. We were on a uh, we were on a long car ride somewhere. And I'm like, all it's going to take is like one of these women, if it was one of the women in the Bill Cosby case, if it's one of these women, you know, one of the, you know, an actress, one of them to be a liar, like one of them, just, just one of them, because then that's going to ruin it for everybody else. Now, I don't remember like a big, like, you know, 40 women came forward to accuse Bill Cosby of sexual assault. And yet this one's the liar. Like people jumped on the bandwagon, but I'm like, can you imagine what would fucking happen if that did happen? Right. Cancel culture started. Now, again, it's, it's the car flipping. It's the backswing. Right. It's, and what did men do? They put their fucking foot down. Mm-hmm. And now what started to happen a few years later, all these laws start to change. Yeah. You can't have like you can't tell me <laughs> that that that's not you know like it's they they talk about the uh, democratics being socialist that's fucking uh, like a dictatorship right like and and a lot of people saying oh christian nationalism that's like what's that what's what's it such a bad thing about christianity and the government i don't know why don't you go over to fucking iraq and iran right. and see how religion taking over but you're not a, like that's not your religion but i'm just saying like that's the and who suffered when those religions took over mm-hmm. women <laughs> so like women. 
what could like we could be on the precipice of this and what we know and being a woman in this country could drastically change likely for the better probably not like it's going to yeah. get worse before it gets better and that right. sucks right so all you can do is i mean right now like the day-to-day -day shit there's a lot of data shit day-to-day -day shit of being a woman that you're gonna have to let roll off your back because the more yeah. important shit's coming right and, and then, like i can tell you you know when they overturned roe v wade when um when roe v wade was overturned um right getting the text from my mom and we were both at work that day getting a text from my mom that was like girls prepare to fight for women's rights more fiercely and ferociously than you ever have dreamed you would need to prepare to do battle i am sickened and frightened that we as women are facing these egregious attack that facing this egregious attack by the so-called christian right i stand with you and i will do whatever it takes to fight for your women's rights this is not about god this is not about eternal salvation this is about protecting a woman's right to make an informed choice about her body to decide if and when to have a baby don't let the brainwashed hypocrites that praise a god that would force his will on half his children take your rights fuck religion it's made by man this is not the will of a higher being this is the will of men to hold back women and strip them of power power in the world and power over their bodies these are the same fucks that fought to be man mandated to take a shot that could save their lives they are the same people that support the death sentence the same that support the second amendment and their ability to shoot to kill to shoot to kill if someone sets foot on their property but want to take away our rights to private health matters there are some very evil souls on this earth and most of them are hiding in plain sight and sit in the pews of churches churches we have been brainwashed to believe will set our spirits free in the afterlife are taking away our freedoms here on this earth fuck religion fuck christians fuck any human that tells you that you will be punished for acting on your reproductive rights no man will ever decide what is best for you don't ever be okay with that i never dreamed that my children would have to face this situation i'm so sorry that you are living in a world where this is a reality and getting that text message it was just like oh god, man my god that was amazing and it is yeah, I mean, but what she says is real and i yeah. think most i honestly think most women feel like that like i think what you hear the people especially the women who are voicing it's one of those things that should never it should never be a fucking topic it's just and take away take away everything right take right. away everything who i i'm pro-choice not because i would get an abortion myself i probably wouldn't given the circumstance obviously you know i right. say that now you know i probably wouldn't but who am i to make a decision on somebody else's body well and you never and and here's the thing it's in it was in place for a reason right it was in place for a reason now the guys that are like oh it should have never been passed based on a technicality i mean fuck off right you know if if you so are you telling me you're okay with watching these women have to go full term for babies that they know aren't going to survive or the ones that have to almost be bleeding to death in the parking lot of a hospital before a hospital will do anything about it right. and, if you're, and if you're one of those men going that's just the mainstream media feeding you bullshit get fuck off like no it's not like the, the shit's really happening and the shit's happening fucking locally like we've seen it locally happening this those people, people what's so crazy to me is all the people that i have heard all the men sorry the men well people yeah men and women that i have heard that are like no not in a million years that have daughters mm -hmm. and it's going oh my god like regardless of if your daughter when it's she's ready to take on that part of life and those responsibilities 
and consequences that come with actions like it's gonna hit you hard yeah you know it's, it's, it's again it's healthcare. you're not thinking about yeah you're not thinking about your daughters that are going through this and i know plenty of right-wing people that are also like yeah that's pretty fucked up no it should not be used as birth control no no shit happens and it and it is it is healthcare because it right. is required i mean what are they going to do like i think i think there's even a gray area right now if you have a, well one a miscarriage but then two a dnc after having a miscarriage right. like you want to prevent like getting sepsis like that's the shit that has to happen right and you know i was always of that mindset of like hey listen i mean if i if i would have gotten pregnant you know a year after gabrielle was born would i've would i've had an abortion no but like, probably not because that's but it's my decision now it, and that gives me no right just because i wouldn't at a particular time doesn't, doesn't mean, mean doesn't mean i wouldn't in a different scenario right because well, it it i wholeheartedly believe the men that have passed this are not skipping a beat their mistresses yeah. And anybody else that they get pregnant is right. getting that type of health care. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, you know, but if I were, I'm, I'm 42. So if somehow my birth control failed and I got pregnant, it would be an option. Like yeah. it would be, it would be a topic of conversation. Yeah. No, my kids are grown. Um, there's health. I had health problems with, two, with my two, I mean, I had two healthy babies, mm-hmm. but I had two complicated pregnancies. Mm-hmm. So do I need to add 17 years <laughs> of age on my body? You don't think that's going to add complications if I were to get pregnant out of kind of out of nowhere? It's to keep the middle and lower class where they are. Right. You cannot advance past this point. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's our that's our political rant for today. But yeah. I know we said we were, weren't ever we were going to do so we were going to do that. But it's kind of hand in hand because I mean it was. It's just getting more and more real every day. You know, it's it. You can't ignore it. And you didn't think you had to talk about because I I remember being where you were where you are now, Mm -hmm. where you're at least more like I think you're more politically educated at your age than what I was at your age because things were just kind of like I mean different. It was different, but it's kind of like the. But also, I'm like I'm the type of person that's not afraid to go. I don't know enough about that side of politics to have an opinion or even hold a conversation. I just know what I know as a woman, I guess. Um, Like like there's some things politically that I can understand and grasp, but like, this is just human rights. Yeah. At this point, that's the only thing that I'm, that's the thing that fuels my fire more than any of the other policies. It's the, it's the piggybacking, of and again they do it on the other side in a totally different way you just have to be more savvy to the political system to fucking catch it these right. fuckers over here are just being blatant right um so it it makes it it's in our face you know right and, and that's what's scary because it's not just i'm and it's not even just about what i mean we brought it up because it was about women but it's scary because right now it's mar- right now what it seems that's going on in some of these states they're it's back and forth it's either a marginalized it's either something against the lgbtq community mm-hmm. or it's or it's something in the education system related to the lgbtq community or it's something against women so it's they it's back and forth well so you know like, the people so that do clearly, this so that. you can clearly see who they hate <laughs> so well, i was gonna say the people that 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 have that hate are the same people that think masculinity and Christianity are a winning combination. Right. Anywho. (laughs) Anywho. Well, 
this one almost reached an hour by the way did it really yeah we started Dang. like i mean we ended the last one at 245 it's 348 i just be like stay strong women like we're all here to support one another we should all be here to help one another the female like if you're in if you're in politics and if you're a woman in politics you got to preserve what you can because shit's gonna get weird yeah and, you know women business or if you were a woman in corporate america or dealing with just th these type of issues that we've talked about obviously feel free to reach out to mm -hmm. us and and talk with us because we want to provide that sort of safe place for women not only in right. corporate america but just in general being what? a decent human and and supporting yeah. the people around you that obviously need it and just to kind of like just even kind of talk like talking about the political side of things i mean you may not agree with what i have to say and we may not agree on certain things politically that mm -hmm. doesn't mean you can't support one another especially like it doesn't mean that you can't cheer somebody else on when they are doing well like right. what you believe politically what you believe religiously like that doesn't mean like that's that whole thing if you can still be friends and you can still come together and find commonality as a woman because no matter what side of the fence you're on the fact that you are a woman either in business ownership entrepreneurship or wh whatever your journey is, we still face some of the some of the things that we talked about early on this podcast together. Yeah, you know, like you, everybody to some degree, right? Faces that, and the only people that we have are each other, right? So, you know, support your fellow woman, <laughs> and yeah. you know, support you know, like be there as you know, be there for someone for you know that person to talk to and and lean on, and that's why we were involved in some of the groups that we're involved in because. It's just the, if we tear one another down and we're no better of, than them, right? Because of the, if we tear each other down because of opinionating, like different opinions on different views, we're no, we're no better than the men trying to take rights away. Mm -hmm. so, and you may not view it that way. And I mean, bless your heart. If that, that's the way you view it just, and I hope for everybody's sake that it doesn't get as bad as I think it's going to get, but right. But I think it's going to get bad. <laughs> so, so, so band together and support one another. Yes. And we'll all survive the apocalypse together. We'll try. <laughs> we'll try. Um, if you are looking for any advice, if you're looking to hear a topic, if you're looking to just have a conversation, you can reach us out to us on our Instagram, which is at F underscore underscore K your pod. Or you can email me at Emma at 99 creatives or Katie at Katie at 99 creatives um yeah like we said support one another be a kind human right treat others with respect right and do the damn thing adios Bye. <laughs>